Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the VIP Ignite Podcast. I'm your host, Zanine White. Today, I am so excited to have Deborah Roseboro back on the show. If you guys know anything about me and the things that I love to do, one of my favorite things that I do is work with new talent and watch them just blossom and grow. And Deborah is one of the people that if you ever hear me talk about people and saying, oh my gosh, you should see the growth in this person, she's always one of those people. So welcome to the show, Deborah. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Hi, Deneen. Thanks so much for having me. You're going to make me start off with tears. Gosh. <laughs> you, you know, like, I, I feel like um, my job title should be Deneen White loves to make people cry. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I think um, it is. So, In a good way, though. Well, you know, it, it's, it's a gift I have. You know, some people can make people laugh. I can make people cry, you know. I mean, I don't know if I can put that on a resume, but... You know, it's it's one of the things I'm good at. <laughs> so, um, in case anyone in my audience doesn't know who you are, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? I'm sure. So, hi, everyone. My name is Deborah Rosebro. I'm 24 years old. I'm a senior actress and model. Um, some fun facts about me is that I have lived in four different cities in the past two years. I'm the oldest of four, and I'm also a really nerdy accountant. She's not really a nerd, guys. Don't believe her, okay? She says that, but if you met her, you would think nerd is not a word that that would ever come across your mind. So, um, well, we're all a little nerdy. I think that's why we like each other, too, Deborah. Um, Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk a little bit about your journey, because I feel like we have enough material that we could talk for, like, three hours about, like, your growth and just the different things that have gone on even like what we just met in, we met before June, but June's the first time we actually yeah. met. So like you and I've been talking probably since like the spring, right? Since like maybe March, April time. Yeah. March, April. I mean, it feels like I've known you my whole life. I don't, I don't know that is like when some people you just like know for a little while and it feels like, Oh my gosh, we've been best friends forever. So let's, I think let's part of it's a like, bit I call your... you so much. Uh, yeah, I know. We do we do talk a lot. Yeah. That's, that's cool, though. That's that's part of the thing I love, you know. It's, it's just oh, yeah. with people like you, it's really refreshing because, like, when you – when I – okay. So for the audience, one, one of the things that I do is I'm an, I'm an accountability coach for our coaching program. And there are certain people that will call and ask questions, and I'll give them the answer that, okay, this is your action point. This is something you need to do. And they'll be like, okay, okay. And then they don't do it. And then they call me like two weeks later, like, oh my gosh, Deneen, I'm having this problem. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm really sorry about this, but I already gave you the answer. Like, try again, right? But Deborah is one of those right. people that every challenge that we've given you, even the crazy ones that you're like, no, <laughs> no, I can't do this. You've definitely risen to the challenge. So let's talk about you getting out of your comfort zone a little bit. So what was the first thing right. that you did that really we pushed you out of your comfort zone? Wow, um, so many. I would say probably the first thing is joining 30X. Um, 
just taking that step in general was a 30X for anyone who doesn't know, that's the coaching program um, through VIP Ignite. Um, that was something that pushed me outside my comfort zone because it forced me to kind of face what I wanted head, head on. Um, and then mm-hmm. even just starting with the vision board, that was extremely uncomfortable for me because it was saying my dreams and goals out loud and then putting them on paper and then actually having to face them and look them in the face. Um, cause okay. as much as my biggest goal, it's also my biggest fear. So yeah, that was huge. I think that was probably the first one. Yeah. I, I love that you said your biggest goal is also your biggest fear because so many people in general, not just in the entertainment industry, but so many people in general, everyone thinks, Oh, I have a fear of failure. I don't want to fail. I don't want to fail. But it's amazing how many people actually have a fear of success because there, when when you get to that point, like that, when you get to that point on your vision board, your life is going to look different, and people don't take into account, and most people aren't self-aware enough to even realize what you just said. Yeah. Well, it definitely took time to get there. I think I realized it more so at, um, like, I always knew there was a sinking feeling whenever I did stuff with show business, um, but it wasn't uh-huh. until the June event that someone actually said it to my face, like, you're terrified. Like, you're absolutely terrified. Um, that it really kind of sunk in and hit me, like, wow, I'm scared. But that's okay. Well, okay, so now that we know that, what have you done to overcome that? Because, I mean, you've made great strides. You did a monologue in front of some of the most powerful people in New York City a couple weeks ago. So how did you overcome that? She's like, yeah, don't um, remind me, think- okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, I think now I use it, the fear to kind of push me a little more. Um, I, I think it helps me tap into emotions. And um, I think once I can embrace the fear, I can embrace other things. So, for example, with the monologue, um, it was a really heavy, deep subject. Um, mm-hmm. And if I already have an intense emotion like fear, it helps me yeah. open up to other parts um, because, I'm not a really happy-go-lucky person, but I, I think emotions other than happiness, I try to, I tend to kind of close myself off from. So using that self-awareness really does help me just branch out. And I even do it at work. Like, if I don't understand, like, hey, I don't understand. I'm lost. I'm confused. Um, Were you it, able to do that before? It speak up. It took a lot to get me there. Like, I would wait until probably right before it's too late to start to speak up like hey um everything's on fire where now it's kind of like <laughs> hey guys um <laughs> yeah it used to be, it used to be bad it's like uh, everything's on fire and they're like what do you mean everything's on fire whereas now it's kind of hey guys I see this problem arising I don't understand can we talk through it um before it gets to everything's on fire that's that's an awesome that's that's an awesome testimony right there, Deborah. Because like I know I'm that person sometimes. I'm like, okay, or I'll be like, hey, hey guys, you know what? we have a problem, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, no, really, we have a problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then when the world is on fire, I'm, they're like, why didn't you tell them? I'm like, well, I, I was telling you for like a week that we have a problem and you aren't <laughs> listening. Like because it's like I don't like. I mean. 
nobody really likes confrontation and nobody really likes to face things. But having that level of maturity where you're like, okay, you know what? If I don't speak up now, we're actually going to, like, there's going to be an explosion. So, like, how about we defuse the bomb before it explodes? So, I mean, that, that is, that's another great level of growth. I mean, that's, that's amazing. Exactly. Because like, even if you're, I, if oh, you're no, go ahead. I was saying that, um, like, even today I was talking to my boss and I have something to do and I just, I don't understand. And I was like, oh, I need help. And she said, okay, okay, like, we'll go over it later. And then, like, before she left, I was like, no, like, we, I really need to sit down and go through this because I don't know where to go forward. I was like, I don't want to sit there and do nothing for three hours because I don't understand what to do. And then she said, oh, this is serious. And I was like, yeah. Um, just having that confidence to put yourself out there. Yeah. It's definitely Yeah, so it's, it's not only – so the coaching has not only made you a better – overall more confident person but it's made you better in your workplace too right definitely has it's awesome awesome so um that is fantastic so deborah let's talk a little bit about your goals i know that you're studying for a test can you talk a little bit about how that how how that's going and then also how you're going like why are you doing that if you want to get into the entertainment industry yeah. Um, so I'm studying for my CPA, Certified Public Accountant. It is four, it's one certification, and to get it, you need um, to pass four separate tests, um, four hours each, within a year and a half period. I am hoping Please. to finish it by April because I am not trying to <laughs> be have this over. I'm not trying to have this over my head for that long. But. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so pretty much right now I'm studying for the first section, um, and it's been going good so far. I've been taking a different approach this year, and I stay I stay I stay to study right after work, um, which has been really helpful because once I get home, I'm I'm not I'm not opening another yeah. book. So <laughs> staying in the office has definitely helped. <laughs> and you know, like you said, it's it's kind of like okay, you want to be in the entertainment industry? Why are you doing this? Um, as much as I love it, I know that it's not going to pay my bills right away. And I do need to have some type of foundation. I need to have some type of separate, separate skill while I still am learning the industry. Um, yeah. So I would like to have the CPA background so I can still always do side work and consulting um, with that background as well as still learn the industry. So if there's a time when work isn't coming in, I could consult on the side um, to help make some money. That's awesome. I I know so many successful people in the entertainment industry that have, like, a side hustle, but only you're going to have a side hustle that actually will pay really nice. <laughs> it'll, pay, it'll pay you really well versus, like, one of those side hustles yeah. where you're like, yeah, you know, I made, like, 20 bucks because I did, I did this for someone. So that that's fantastic. I love that you have that um, – self-awareness is a word that I think now you're going to be like the queen of self-awareness, but I I love that you have um, the awareness and then you have the um, drive to do both because I think so many people like it's, um, I know a lot of people that have a lot, again, a lot of different talents and different things, but I think that a lot of them would be like, okay, you know what? Just forget my dream. I'm just going to do the CPA thing because it pays the bills. And I love that you're, that you're taking the, the approach that you're taking 
is that you're doing something that's going to, that could be extremely lucrative so that when a dry spell comes, because every actor, every model, every musician goes through a dry spell, you're going to be like, I got this. I'm fine. Right. I guess I'm just going to go do someone's awesome. taxes for a little bit. Hopefully do dry spells during tax season. Um, yeah, right? If so, not. Okay, you're like, okay. <laughs> Hollywood, do not call me during tax season. Any other time, I'm good. But tax season is off limits. <laughs> right. That is, that's the money maker. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. So um, let's talk a little bit about, like, your support system and all. Do your friends and family support your dreams? Yeah, they do. It's It was funny in the beginning um, because I kind of told them what I was doing, but they weren't exactly sure what I was doing. Um, it was mm-hmm. actually the day – I so we have a family calendar. I put in the calendar, like, L.A., whatever. The day of, like, everyone's calling, like, wait, what are you doing? Where are you going? What What's going on? <laughs> And I was like, like, well, Angela, <laughs> like, why are you going there? Right, pretty, pretty much. Um, you know, I have family in LA, and like my uncle and sister, picked me up from the airport, and um, but you know, it's always been something that I said I was interested in, but never really fully shared. Um, but they were just kind of like, okay, well, she's happy, so she's happy, she's safe. I guess it's fine. Um, but you know, after the June event, <laughs> um. I, one of the things, um, Monique, Monique Coleman was there and she spoke about like speaking your dream on your lips. Um, and that was something I've always been afraid to do just cause I didn't know how people react and how people would judge. Um, so, you know, I started telling people, I told, I'm even, my cousins picked me up, um, from the event, the networking event. And I was, I was showing them my book and they were like, Oh my God, that's so cool. And then, when I got home and told my parents and my boyfriend, like, they were so, like, the amount of love and support I got, it, like, overwhelmed me completely. Um, like, oh, I'm trying to get emotional because, geez. But I think it was just it's, something I've been You know so you're on the podcast you're going to get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, it was something I was just so scared. It was a part of my life I've always been so scared to completely be completely vulnerable, vulnerable about and it really, it was really reassuring, like, how much love and support I got. And even during the birth server training and the, the monologue slam, like, calling my parents and boyfriend afterwards, I was like, guys, I got an honorable mention. And they're like, oh, my gosh. And, you know, like, they, they want to come to the events with me just so I can see. And I'm like, guys, you can't come. It's work. Um, but <laughs> I've... <laughs> but that that's amazing that they that they want to support yeah. you so much that they want to come to the events to see what it's all about. They do like they're even like my dad's coming with me to go see the bench um in two weeks. So Oh cool. Like he's so excited. That's all awesome. it's so good that you have that support and if you didn't speak out your dream you would have never received that support, right? Right. Because, I mean, That's they're awesome. kind of on the same boat with me. They're like, okay, where is this going? I'm like, I'm not I'm not really sure where it's going. I like where it's going right now, though. So I'm just kind <clears> of <throat> on the ride and, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that that's something that's really important for people to understand. Like, you don't, you really don't know where it's going because it could go anywhere. Like, with the exponential growth that I've seen in you, like, the possibilities are endless. Oh, and by the way, congratulations Aww. on that honorable mention. I forgot to say that at the top of the show. 
Thank you. You're welcome. Like, it's just amazing. Like, a couple months ago, would you have ever pictured yourself getting that honorable mention? I couldn't even picture myself getting up on stage. Like, to do a monologue by myself. Oh, my God. See, now you're going to make... Now you're going to make me cry because the best part about my job is hearing people like you say that because I told, I forget what, I mean, you, you know that there are a couple of you guys that hold, like, I mean, you all have hold a special place in my heart and everybody knows that. There are a couple of people that I've been working with and it's like, when I even think about all that you guys have accomplished, like I start crying <laughs> because it's oh, just, gosh, like, there's can't. something to be said. <laughs> It's okay, you can't see me. It's okay, we're fine. But there's something to be said. And like the reason that I was so excited that you actually reached out to me to do this podcast. P.S. Everyone, like that wouldn't have happened like like even a couple of weeks ago either. But the thing is, is no. The thing that people don't understand about the IP ignite, and like you see, you read a lot of different things because skeptics put like just junk on the internet about us. But the thing that people don't see is that. Yes, we do put you in front of casting directors and agents and, like, people who work with, like, Oliver Stone and, like, people who, like, are having, like, Lady Gaga on the cover of their magazine. Like, we put you in front of, like, the most amazing people in the world. I mean, it's just, like, people who can actually make a difference. But what people don't say that we do is the little stuff behind the scenes. Like, like, we want to make sure that you're prepared on every level. And we like, and the thing is too is like I I had the opportunity to sit down with every person at the event in New York and like do their testimonials, and and nearly to a, nearly every person who was a part of the coaching, like the thing that they all talked about was their self confidence, and my self esteem, and not only am I learning how to do these things, but I feel confident that I can do them because of this. So, um. Can you talk a little bit about that, too? I feel like you already touched on that, but, um, like, or, you know what, let's, let's, we already talked about that. Let's talk about the tribe, too, because something else that we um, are really working hard on doing, and it's, it's so easy when we have people that actually all want the same goals and all have the same, like, the same mission, but can you talk a little bit about the community of VIP Ignite also? Yeah. Um, so... I think the community in general, I've never been around such a group of creative people ever. So it's interesting to see what other people do, other people's work, um, and just watching and learning because it helps me personally. But even more Mm -hmm. so important, more importantly, is just the connection you build with people. I think LA, I was nervous. So I, I didn't talk to people as much. Um, you were petrified. You know, when I went okay. to New York, I was. I was so scared. Um, it's overwhelming you know, when, when you York, meet all those new people. It is. And they're all just in your face and you, you see the people from Facebook and you're like, oh, wow, this is you in real life. And so that was, I think I stood next to you for a lot and I stood next to um, <laughs> Mama Clay. I talk to her a lot. <laughs> um, Mama Clay. I just did a podcast with Mama Clay. <laughs> it was a great podcast. So if you guys haven't listened to it, you should listen to it because it's really good. 
But, you know, when I got to New York, it it was refreshing to see some familiar faces and then some people I didn't talk to as much in L.A. I talked to more in New York. And it was great just to have each other, just building each other up going through. And even the day of the monologue, monologue slam, I was terrified. I didn't want to get up. And one of the people in our tribe that I've got, I got really close with, I felt him looking at me, but I wouldn't make eye contact because I knew he was going to tell me to get up. <laughs> and I looked, <laughs> so finally I looked up, I just see him pointing like, get up, get up there, let's go. So I'm like, okay, I'm going. Um, but, you know, having people push you to do the best you can um, is amazing. Just walk through, or, you know, to work through your ideas and to flush things out. It's, it's amazing because it's not – everyone talks about how the industry is cutthroat, and it is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think with VAP Ignite, they have a way to – you have a support system. So if something goes wrong, you have someone to talk to. You have someone to help lift you up. You have someone to teach you how to move on from it and um, come back stronger, which is something that most people don't have just in their daily lives. Yes, I mean, the one thing that we truly want for everyone is we want everyone to be successful. And something else that we've learned, too, is, like, you all, you guys have to define your level, what success means to you. And that's something that, like, I push a lot in um, any, pretty much any training that I do. Because the reality is, is that um, to get into, like, a major motion picture as a lead role, like, that, like that's the top 1% of the 1%. Like, that's the creme de la creme. And I'm not saying – that maybe one day in five or ten years you may be doing that, right? I'm not saying, like, hey, that's an impossibility. But the thing is, is that um, you have to define your success. And that we have a group of people that are all doing that. And as long as you're trusting the process that we're putting you through, whatever that definition of success is, is something you can go. And I think something, we're also really honest. Like, the thing is, like, we tell people right from the start, like, we don't want you to join us because you think you could be a supermodel, but you're five foot five and 200 pounds like myself. So like, I like, we tell people the truth. We're like, listen, as much as you want to walk the runway, you're way too short. They're never going to choose you. It's not that you're not awesome. It's just that they're not going to choose you. And there are so many companies that are willing to take your money and give you a hope and a dream, even though they know it's not possible. So I think that's something also, and I think our training does that too, because like all of our coach, none of our coaches tell you, oh, this is going to be easy, just sign up and let's go. Like all of the coaches that we work with and all the speakers that we come in, like they break it down pretty darn honestly. And then, um, and then with having the support system of everyone who's going through the same process, then you're like, okay, you know what, like. It sucks that you told me I'm too short, but you know what? Thank you for opening up my eyes to another opportunity, right? Right. Awesome. So, um, do you have any exciting things in the works? Are you, um, what's going, tell me what's going on in your life besides studying for the CPA exam. Well, I just moved back to New Jersey, so now I'm trying to, um, connect with, like, photographers up here. When I was in Atlanta, I had a couple people that I met, um, but now I'm back up north. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, have to do some more networking. Start over. Um, okay. Yeah, start all over. So I do have a shoot um, with a local photographer I'm really excited about um, in two weeks. 
it's just a test shoot, but mm-hmm. it's definitely still working on building my portfolio. Um, mm-hmm. Once everything starts to calm down with testing or my testing, my study schedule is starting to become a lot more um, consistent and things are trying to calm mm-hmm. down at work because I just started a new job. So I'm going to start okay. dance classes, uh, which I'm really nice. excited about because I want to learn how to move. Um, I don't think I'll ever be a amazing dancer, but I definitely want to be a decent mover. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I've been really, really excited. And I think the move to New Jersey is really good for you too, because you're close to Philadelphia. You're really close to New York. So um, you're, right. you you definitely made a move in the right direction, especially like New York. There's a, there's a lot of work in New York, like for TV and film and different things like that. So once you get the CPA thing done, once once you're a CPA and like we can all like come to you for tax advice and different things like that, then you're actually in a really good spot because again, like New York's what two hours away. It's not it's not it's not it's right. doable, you know. So I'm excited. Like, oh, I'm looking yeah. to move to Jersey City. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Jersey City. Okay. Um. Yeah. So hopefully soon. Um. Okay. Staying home right now, but hopefully Jersey City. Um. Within. By April as well, because I think and rent starts to go April's up more. April's gonna be a big month for you. What's that? Yeah, I said yeah, it's gonna be a big month, and then um, yeah, then I just gotta turn around and get ready for you know LA next year. So yeah, right. Oh my gosh, yeah. we're 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 sitting here talking some like every day. Like we have we're excited about New York and um, in six or seven weeks, I can't even put I can't even think about that right now. But we're talking so much about New York, um, about LA and Camp Hollywood and all. We're, oh my God, you guys are going to be blown away. Mm-hmm. Like even we're we're going to be doing just a little hint. We're doing things a little different in New York when we um, do that too. When we get to um, New York for our big event, but um, okay. LA is going to be crazy. It's going to be completely insane. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. I can't wait. I'm already I'm already drinking coffee to get ready for LA. Okay, so. Oh I'm going to have be. so much orange juice to make sure I don't get sick. Oh, my gosh. Deborah, I was you know so excited for LA, and be... I had the biggest cold. Uh, oh, yeah. We all need to start <laughs> taking our elderberry and echinacea now so that we're all healthy, too. I came yeah. home from New York so sick, my gosh. Like, so if I don't hug you, it's not personal. I love you, but, like, I'm petrified to come home that sick. Yes. I was dying. It's okay. Like Please don't hug me if you're sick. <laughs> I won't be offended. Yeah, well, I was, I, was healthy when, I was healthy when I got to New York. I mean, we love each other so much at VIP Ignite that we share germs. I was, like, I was like feeling like a little something on when I left on Saturday. When I woke up on Sunday, I was like, hello. And they were like, what's wrong? I was like, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> I was like, I hate everyone. I hate all of you. No, don't even call me. Don't talk to me. Leave me alone. I quit. But of course I didn't because I love you guys too much to quit over a cold. But it's crazy. Awesome. So I get to hang yeah, out with you then again in a couple of weeks. I'm so excited. You're going to be in New York, right? Um, I think I'm going to try to stop by like some of the inner circle ones, but I think I have okay. to take a test around the time that. New York is my name. Oh my gosh! No, CPA is ruining my social life with my friends. Oh, stupid test. You're telling okay. me. You have to. 
I know, right? You have to rock. Yeah, didn't you have? I made you not go to um. Didn't I? I made. I wouldn't allow you to come to my birthday party because of this too, right? Yeah, you uninvited me. I know. <laughs> I did uninvite for, for the you. Best. See, guys, I care so much about your success that I'll tell my favorite people that they're not allowed to come to my birthday party so that they can be successful. I mean, who does that? Crazy person. <laughs> my dad really appreciated that, by the way. Oh, oh, good. It's always good to have. Um, it's always really good to have dads in in your court. It's always good to. So oh, now yeah. your dad knows that, like, I truly care about your holistic health, not just your entertainment health. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See? He was like, good. "Any dads listening? You don't need to go. I'll I will take care of your children <laughs> properly. I promise, and not in a creepy way, because that sounded really creepy when I said it just that. <laughs> slightly, slightly. Could have been taken oh, the wrong way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. We're doing stand-up comedy today instead of the crying, the crying circuit. So that's awesome. Oh yeah, we're here all week. <laughs> yep, we're we're here all week. Just tune in for the next episode. We got this. So Deborah, I just want to oh, yeah. thank you so much for thank you so much for reaching out to me and telling me, hey, I need to be on your podcast. And thank you so much for taking the time to do that today. And thank you also for being flexible. We had a big meeting going on about some really exciting stuff that I'm not allowed to talk about yet. But when you guys see oh, the stuff that we have going on, you are going to want to jump on our webinar and get get plugged in immediately. So thank you so much for taking the time to be on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It's always fun talking to you. Oh, my gosh, it's always fun. Call me anytime. Anytime you need to be entertained, you just call me, okay? All right, you're going to have me calling your phone a lot, Denise. You're going to block me. Okay, that that's fine. I, I can't block you. You're one of my inner circle people. If it was someone else, I might consider it, but I would never block you. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Well, have a great rest of your week, right. and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, you too, Janine. Thanks. Bye. 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 I just want to thank everyone so much for taking the time to listen to the VIP Ignite podcast today. If you enjoyed my conversation with Deborah, please make sure you hit subscribe because I have a lot of great podcasts coming up in the next couple of weeks. And if you're interested in learning more about how to be an actor, a model, or a musician, or if you want to be in the know about all the amazing things that we have going on at VIP Ignite, please visit our website at ammsociety.com where you can get registered for our next live webinar. Thank you so much and have a fantastic day.